Welcome to the Coffee with Kara podcast. I am so excited for today's coffee chat and I feel so honored that you're here to keep time out of your day to join me on this imaginary coffee date. So without any further ado, grab your favorite drink, maybe a snack, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, so I am in my car, driving towards my apartment, and we're just gonna go on a coffee date in my car, you know, because like car rides are good to talk through, right? Yeah, those are a thing. Okay, so today I really wanted to talk about my tips for blogging because I get asked about this all the time, and I like don't have any sort of blog posts published or podcasts or anything I can like send people to whenever they ask questions and so thus today I just kind of want to brain dump my tips for starting out blogging that way if you want to start blogging or you're just curious this is for you if you don't care about blogging probably skip this coffee date all right so let's get started my number one tip for you when you get started is just to start and not to like sit there or like even to design a blog and then not write because like the designing part is really fun for some people like it was definitely like fun for me but if you don't ever write then it's like pointless and it's like a waste of time so that being said my recommendation is to use a free service Um, when I was first starting I used weebly.com people also use like blogger or blogspot Um, You can also use wordpress.com. I'm less familiar with those, but anyway, find a free blogging platform and sure, make your site look pretty and stuff so you'll want to write on it, but then just start writing. And as far as like what to write about, like you might have something in your head that you're like, ooh, it could be fun to write about this, but I really don't know how, like what other people will think about that. Or I don't know like if I should, or I don't know if that would be my niche. Like don't, don't worry about that. Like just write. I'm at a stop sign, so it's like, oh, hang on. (laughs) Just write about whatever your heart desires because eventually, by just writing about random topics, you will find what you like to write about the most, and that can become your blog's focus. So, if you go back in my blog archives, and I can put a link to this in the show notes, but if you like scroll all the way back to 2014 when I was first starting to vlog, you'll see that I have a ton of random stuff on there. I have some devotional style posts. I have some where I like go back and talk about memories from high school. I have some random like, these are my favorite Christmas movies posts. Like just random. And it was fun. And like, I just wrote about whatever I felt like writing about that day. And I really enjoyed that time. And um, I think it was 2015, I started actually like writing more on a regular basis. And like I started writing more about like more devotional stuff, kind of like life in college still. And then in June of 2015 was when I wrote my first post about singleness. And then I didn't really write about it again until that fall at some point. And so then shortly after that, I was like, hmm, I really liked writing about that and I've been struggling with singleness some and surely other people are struggling too so I might as well just like write about what I'm experiencing right now and so that's kind of how the joy because grace singleness focus like was born but it like took me a year and a half to like actually start doing that and if I had never like just written about whatever I wanted to write about that never would have happened because I would have just 
been scared or I never would have discovered I liked writing about singleness. So I think that's important to just write about whatever. Like if you, I have a tutorial on there guys about how to do melted crayon art because that was a super big thing on Pinterest back my freshman year of college and I did it all like when I was in high school. I loved doing melted crayon art and so I did a tutorial. I've never done an artsy tutorial like that again on my blog, but I'm really glad I tried it because I wouldn't have known otherwise that it's not really for me. But maybe it's for you and you won't know unless you try it. Okay, so that's my number one tip is just to write <laughs> and just to start. Even, okay, so this is the thing too, and I think this is what people don't realize. And this is no offense to you or who you are as a person, but when you start blogging, nobody is going to know unless you tell them. Random people from the internet, odds are, random people from the internet are not going to find your post. Like, cause that's not really how Google works. Unless you just magically figure out how SEO works from the beginning, they probably won't come across your blog and that's a good thing. So that's like, gives you a little bit of freedom too, to like write about whatever you want because not very many people will be seeing those posts except for like, you know, your friends or family or whoever you tell, hey, I have a blog. All right, then eventually, as you start writing more and as you learn about SEO, which I do think you should research and learn what that is, um, more and more people from the internet will just come across your blog. Okay, so let's talk about that now. Like, okay, so like you have your blog started, you've been writing about what you wanna write about, maybe now you found a topic that you really like, heard about how do you get more people from the internet to come across your blog that is where SEO comes in hand okay SEO stands for search engine optimization and basically it's like formatting your blog post so that Google will find them and I have like maybe two maybe three blog posts on my site where if you Google a specific thing my post will be like the first thing that pops up in Google. Or not, not the first thing, but it'll come up on the first page of Google. Others of them, you may have to click over two or three pages of Google searches before you come across my posts. And I have done some research over SEO and like how to make your posts optimized and all these different things with keywords and whatnot. And it's kind of confusing, honestly. I still don't fully understand it and I really think it's okay that I don't because honestly, I don't really care all that much. But what I do, um, so currently, I use the paid version of WordPress. So I mentioned a minute ago that I started off with Weebly as my free platform, but after I was blogging, I think only just six months, I was like, I really like blogging. I wanna keep up with this. This is a hobby I want to pursue, and I'm okay with paying money for it. So like, just like I would for scrapbooking or knitting or any other hobby. So I transferred over to, I believe, WordPress.org, whichever one you have to pay for, that's what I do. And um, there, there's this plugin, I believe it's the Yoast. I think it's Yoast is what it's called. The Yoast plugin is what I use for um, my search engine. Ah! Hold on, pausing. It is Texas, y'all, and it's already up in the 90s, and it's just like, you know, the NMA. So <laughs> my car, I'm like, I have to put up my little sunshade so that my car doesn't get super hot when I enter it next time. Anyway. Back to Yoast. Yoast is this awesome plugin, which is basically just something you download to your site and just use what it does for you, kind of like an app, I guess, like on your phone. Um, and it 
has a free version and it has a paid version and I use the free one and basically what you do is you enter a key phrase basically like one one to three words of that your post is about and the more specific the better but it doesn't have to be like super specific so for example um if I was writing a post about um Let's see. If I was writing a post about how far is too far, and this is a podcast I published recently, but say I was writing a blog post about how far is too far, that would be the phrase that I would use as my keyword phrase. The words, how far is too far. Um, I've also used like, how do you know he's the one? Those sorts, like that sort of title. The phrase that I use for my keyword is like the one. Um, dating. You can do dating or you can do like Christian dating or dating advice or some sort of thing like that. If I was doing a chat books review for my chat books scrapbooking app, um, the keyword was chat books. Simple. So it's basically just like whatever the word is that's like most in your blog post. That's like the like kind of like the key idea. So you enter that into the Yoast plugin. And that's at the bottom of every post in your like drafts thing when you're typing it. Then it tells you like these different check boxes that you need to fill out to make sure it is like great for SEO. It like has things like, do you have it in headings? Do you have the keywords phrase in the actual title? Is it in the little link that you have like for your blog post? Um, like the URL, is it in that? Do you mention it enough? Because it's not good to have a keyword and you put it as the keyword if it's not something you ever talk about in the blog post. You would want to pick a different keyword. And then like so anyway, so there's like all these different check posts or check marks that you go through to like make sure it's like good, I guess, for Google. And so that's all I do. I just make sure I have like all greens for that or at least like 95% green lights instead of the red lights saying it's not good. And then I like just don't worry about it anymore. <laughs> and so yeah, so that's what I do to do that. And like, I guess it works because whenever I survey my blog readers, a lot of them say that they come across my blog from Google. So yay. <laughs> um, another good thing to do to get discovered is to use Pinterest. I use the website Canva. There's also an app you can get. It's like blue. I think the image of it is blue. Canva is free. There are paid upgrades you can get, but I just use the free one. And you can design Pinterest graphics there. And when you're designing Pinterest graphics, it is very important that either you like use your own pictures or you use pictures that are like free and not copyrighted at all. So you don't want to just like Google an image and then download it from Google and then put it on your uh, Pinterest pin because that image could be something that somebody personally has taken and you're actually stealing their um, work and that's not okay. So what I do is I use unsplashed.com for all of my pictures because those are ones that you do not have to give copyright attribution for. I forget the official name for them but I use that site because it is free and you don't have to like give photo creds for those people. You can, and they tell you who took the picture, but the people who post their pictures there know that people are going to use them and they will not be getting credit for it. And so that's more legal than if you were to just download a picture off of Google. Don't do that. I don't want you to get in any sort of legal trouble. So anyway, to make my Pinterest pins, I go to Unsplashed. I type into the search bar dating or 
young woman or coffee or flowers. I like to even plants a lot because those are really pretty pictures. So I'm like flowers or you can get even more specific like daisy and like you just search for the thing that you want. Tons of pictures will populate and you just find one that you like. You download it and then I upload that picture to Canva and then on Canva I'm able to like type and use like different like my certain fonts I use all the time. I can use my colors that I use for Joy Because Grace all the time and it's really really easy and then I just download it and then upload it to my site. So then you can pin those pins onto Pinterest and then they can get repinned and people can discover you that way as well, which is great. Like I think Pinterest and Google are the main ways people come across my blog because those are the two main ways people search for information, right? All right, so those are the two main ways you should get people to come to your site is by using search engine optimization with Google and with Pinterest. So tons of information with that. As far as other social media goes, I do recommend starting a Facebook page for your blog. Um, like it's really easy to set up if you're interested in knowing more about that let me know and I can either send you a tutorial or it can make you one but super super easy to make a Facebook page and then make it your blog title like whatever your name is for your blog that way you just have it and you don't have to do anything with that yet but like just having it set up is so helpful because then if on Instagram you want to switch to having a business account ever you already have that um, you already have the Facebook page set up because you're gonna have to have a Facebook page to connect your business Instagram to. All right, so now let's talk about Instagram. Do I recommend you have a business Instagram account? Um, you can. It has like a lot of good analytics and stuff you can see. Personally, right now, I'm using the creator option for Instagram, um, which still gives you a lot of analytics and stuff but you're also able to use more features on it like I think right now the business Instagram accounts are not able to use the music stickers but I could be wrong about that or that could change by the time you're listening to this podcast um I am undecided also if you should have a separate Instagram account for your blog or if you just should keep it with your personal um, at the moment, I don't really have two Instagram accounts. I'm just at Kara Downscore Beth 17. I have had two in the past. It was like really hard to keep up with. And I think now I've decided I just want to have one Instagram for all of the things. And if my family and friends like don't want to see what I'm posting about, they can freely unfollow me and I don't get offended at that at all. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's what I do. But you can do what you want, and there's tons of resources out there for that. My favorite person to go to for Instagram tips is Vanessa. Oh, goodness. Pretty sure it's Vanessa Liao. I'm not sure how you say her last name. Vanessa Liao, I think, uh, on YouTube. And in the show notes, I will put a link to her YouTube, and you can go watch her videos on Instagram. She also has lots of YouTube tips if you're interested in starting a YouTube channel. Okay, so this, I've been sitting here talking for a while I think those are my main blogging tips of like starting a blog. Start somewhere that's free first. Write about anything you want to write about. Eventually something will emerge that you're like like writing about more than others. Start writing about that. Um, definitely use like Google what search engine optimization is and learn how to do that. Make Pinterest images and pin them to Pinterest so people can find you there. 
and then um use Instagram and Facebook if you want to but I would focus on the other stuff before you start like actually using Instagram and Facebook maybe I'll do a whole nother thing about that eventually as well um beyond that yeah just write about oh oh hang on hang on so let me backtrack a minute and talk about um actually writing the posts I should have probably talked about this earlier but anyway when you're writing a post you're not writing an English essay. And this is very important to keep in mind that blog posts are not the same as English essays. Because think about like the blog posts that you read. Typically, if you come across a website and there are very long paragraphs with small font and no headings and no pictures, you probably will not read that post if there was also an option to read one that had smaller paragraphs, more headings, and pictures. Something that's easier to kind of skim and get the gist of it. It is very good to have like white space on your blog post, basically just like paragraphs with space in between them a little bit, so it's easy to read. English essays, you would not have a one sentence paragraph, hardly ever. In blogging, that is totally okay. It is even better sometimes to do like a one word paragraph or something like asking, but why? And then doing a new paragraph and answering that question. It's great. Um, Also, it can be a lot more informal than an English essay. Like you can use personal pronouns like I think this or I think that or you should do this. Whereas in English essays, you should really avoid using personal pronouns, right? You should use like keep yourself out of it as much as possible and write from a more academic standpoint. But here, most likely you will be wanting to talk about like in more of an informal voice. And that's why I think it is so important to just write all the time because then you're really able to develop your voice and develop how you like to write and the sorts of phrases you like to use and get really comfortable in that. So like now whenever I write a blog post, I don't even have to think about voice per se or like the words I'm using. But if I were to like write an English essay, I would have to like flip my brain and like become more formal academic minded. And yeah, so just make your paragraph short. Um, not a word limit short. I'm not going to tell you that, but basically if your paragraph is more than four lines, four to five lines long, you should probably make it two paragraphs. Okay, so that's my rule of thumb. Like, I try as hard as possible not to make my paragraphs more than, like, four lines. And that can vary based upon the size font you're using, but that's just a good rule of thumb. Also use subheadings. My Yoast plugin helps me with this to make sure I'm using subheadings about every 300 words. And then include a picture at some point to just break up the text. So, yeah, those are just, like, kind of writing tips if you're more interested that write like you talk is good advice because it's informal like a conversation you're just talking to a friend all right so those are all my blogging tips for today if you have any other questions feel free to either leave a comment on the show notes i'll post a link to that um, here on anchor or if you're listening on itunes or wherever you're at you can find it there and i'll take you over to my blog you can leave a comment there or you can go to anchor and leave me a voice message and ask a question that way and i'll be more than happy to feature you and in the next podcast and answer that question all right so i will talk to you later bye
Well, it's come to that part of the show where it's time to say goodbye. But before I go, I want to say thank you so much for listening to the Coffee with Care podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode and you're listening on iTunes, I would love it if you would take the time to leave me a rating and review. This helps others find and join us on our coffee dates. I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day, friend, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye!